Hello, and welcome to this episode of Long Play. Last week, we celebrated our 30th episode by kicking off an epic celebration of the music to one of my favourite games of all time, Sonic the Hedgehog 3. However, there's more to Sonic 3 than just Sonic 3. You see, Sonic 3 was just the first half of Sonic's adventure. You needed to lock on Sonic and Knuckles to play the full story. So on this episode of Longplay, you'll be hearing all of the music from Sonic and Knuckles. No lock on required, thankfully. Plus we'll be delving more into the still evolving story of what happened during the development of both Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles' soundtracks. But more on that later. Let's get into the music, kicking off with the Sonic and Knuckles title screen. it didn't take long to get into the differences did it welcome everybody to long play this is the show that plays all the music you need to hear from gaming's greatest soundtracks and we are on part two of our epic sonic 3 and knuckles special and we played you all the tunes from sonic 3 this week and this week we're getting on to sonic and knuckles which is the the second part of the adventure uh, as it were as you mentioned on the show last week uh, sonic 3 was split into two games because it was way too big for a single cartridge which means that the soundtrack is way too big for a single show so we split them over the two uh, so essentially the uh, last week's episode is a bit of a prerequisite to this one um, if you interested in this episode enough to listen to it then I definitely definitely suggest you listen to our Sonic 3 episode first because some of the things that will uh, happen in this particular episode will make a little bit more sense with the context of that uh, initial episode so um, yeah if you did listen to it you're in the right place keep on listening I hope you enjoyed enjoyed it if you didn't listen to it then um, as I say go back and listen to it now you can get it from the same place that you got this show really we're on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts on stitcher um on mixcloud or, or in your podcatcher of choice or on the long play app for android uh, it's available on all of those particular platforms so um yeah really really fun episode today uh, this one is probably the most informative of an episode of long play that i've ever done it feels really really weird i've had to actually do research and like plan this particular show it's just it's not what i'm used to at all it's normally just you know rock up to a microphone throw some tracks into an editing software and you know package it up and and put it on a feed but uh, know there's going to be some actual work onto this one because the the story of the soundtrack to sonic 3 is very very interesting um, there, um, as I mentioned, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles are sort of two halves of the same game. However, there are some changes in music between Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. However, then there was a PC version that was released, which then also has some changes in music. And then there was a revelation just six months ago 
which kind of changes everything again, which I teased it all last episode. All of these things will be explained and answered in this particular episode of Love and Play. So before we get into the music and more of explaining how this episode is going to work, remember if you want to get in touch with the show, we are at LungPlayVGM on Twitter or show at LungPlayVGM.com on the email. And um, if you want to request a theme to be played in future weeks, those are also the methods to use to get those in. Now, as I mentioned on last week's show, we have got user requested themes for the next three episodes after this one. So um, it will be a little while before I get to your theme if you do request it. So it's totally up to you if you want to hold back and send me the message in a few weeks time when um, the, the the decks are slightly clearer you're more than welcome to do so or send it to me now and I'll just stick it on the list and we'll do it probably in the next uh, in, in about a month or so so uh, not as quick as the normal turnaround but as I say after a little while of not having any list of theme, I've now got tons of the things so we've got some great shows to come over the next few weeks after we finish off this two-parter so Let's talk about what's going to happen on this episode. So, as I mentioned, in the previous episode, we played you all of the music from Sonic 3. So that's all the level themes, the title theme, the bonus themes, Knuckles theme, boss themes, and an auto-told. And as I mentioned, if you have any interest in this any interest in this episode, but didn't listen to last week's, you definitely should listen to that one first. However, what we're going to do on this episode is we're going to play you all the music from Sonic and Knuckles, and it's the same idea. We're going to play you all the level themes, we're going to play you the title theme, we're going to play you Knuckles' theme, and the bonus themes, and that even includes if the tracks are exactly the same. So this is essentially a sort of a standalone Sonic and Knuckles soundtrack. It's not just the differences, we're going to play you everything. However, I will highlight the differences between, uh, between the two soundtracks um, to sort of prepare you for what's to come later in the episode so we're all going to detail about that but as i say it is essentially a standalone sonic and knuckles episode everything so don't be concerned if you do hear tracks you heard on last week's episode that is um intentional we're then going to move on to the pc version of sonic and knuckles the sonic and knuckles collection and i'm going to play you just the tracks that differ between the original version of sonic 3 and sonic and uh, knuckles collection on the pc because that's where the changes uh, uh, occur and that will sort of bring me to the thing I mentioned on last week's episode of the three zones at the end of Sonic 3 who kind of have a connection to each other. I'll explain what the connection is and also the fact that those tracks were changed in the um, Sonic and Knuckles collection on the PC. And then we will talk about the thing that happened six months ago, um, which sort of follows on from the uh, from the PC version. So. If you, if you know this story, hopefully you'll enjoy the music. If you don't know this story, then it's something you, you're going to enjoy. And uh, as I mentioned, we're playing you the entire soundtrack. So the first two tracks was the title screen music from Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, that track is different between uh, the two games, which as you, you sort of expect, even though they are two halves of the same game, they were sold as being two separate games. Um, and then we played you Knuckles' theme. Now, Knuckles' theme was also different between the two, which is... Um, interesting and actually one of the things i didn't mention earlier on is you should also make the distinction of changes that also affected sonic 3 when you lock the two cartridges together because even though sonic 3 and sonic and knuckles are two halves of the same game you can plug sonic 3 into the sonic and knuckles cartridge and play the entire thing as if it's one game which is how it was uh, intended back in 1994. however the changes that uh, are made between Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles also affects Sonic 3 when it's locked on, if you know what I mean. So if you play Sonic 3 on its own, Knuckles theme is the one you heard last week. 
you play Sonic and Knuckles on its own, Knuckles Seam is the one that we've just played you, and if you play Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles locked on, then during the Sonic 3 levels, you will hear the Sonic and Knuckles version. Hopefully that, that makes sense. So you, you might sort of be thinking that, well, why, why were these pieces of music changed? Now, as I mentioned, the title screen music is different. You can sort of understand that because they were sold as two separate games. So why were things like Knuckles theme changed? And there'll be some other ones that we'll talk about later in the show. Why were they changed? Now you might be thinking, could this be because for whatever reason, the developers thought, you know what? We actually didn't really like the versions we did in the first version. We're going to change them or we're going to evolve them to something new, which which does happen. If you think of Super Mario Brothers 2, the Western version that we did a few weeks back, um, the same tracks were very similar between that and Doki Doki Panic, which the game was based on, but they were improved to make it better. You know, that's just... We as humans like to improve things as, uh, as we go along. So it could be that that was why these tracks are changed, maybe. So let's work on the assumption right now that that is why the music has been changed because they just wanted to do something new or to make it better. We'll work on that and then I'll tell you why I think that's wrong. So we're going to get into the level themes now. So um, the first theme from um, Sonic and Knuckles uh, is Mushroom Hill Zone. So that's where we're going to start. We're also going to play in this one the special stage theme and also the Act 1 boss as well. So let's get into the music now. As I mentioned, we're starting off with the first level of Sonic and Knuckles. This is Mushroom Hill Zone Act 1.
Y'all, it's a long play and we're starting off the second part of our Sonic 3 and Knuckles special by playing you all the music from Sonic and Knuckles. We started off that batch with Mushroom Hill Zone, Act 1, then we played you the Act 1 boss theme, which is different from the one that's in Sonic 3. We then played you Mushroom Hill Zone, Act 2, and then we played you the special stage theme again, and that is the same across both games. So as I mentioned, you will be hearing tracks that are the same through, the, uh, through both games. That is intentional. Now, even though that track is the same between both Sonic 3 and Sonic Knuckles, that doesn't mean that there isn't some interesting information about it. Now, it was Green Vibrate at Radio Sega who reminded me about this, and uh, it should have been in the first episode, but I totally forgot about it, so uh, we'll mention it in this particular one. And it's that the music of the special stage was actually originally featured in a puzzle game called Sega Sonic Brothers. This was an unreleased uh, arcade game that was developed in 1992 as part of a number of prototypes of games that could have been released in arcades and uh, the um, this what became the um, Blue Sphere special stage theme in Sonic 3 is actually the music that's played when you reach level 40 in that game now this game was lost until um, 2016 when an arcade board uh, collector actually found that they had a working board with a copy of the game on it and then we found out about this this, uh, this puzzle game that, uh, as I say, also had music that ended up being in Sonic 3 in it. So, uh, so yeah, interesting little bit of tidbit of information. But let's get back to the music changes between the different versions of Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles, because this is where we start to see the first interesting differences, where the, the Act 1 boss theme was, you know, is different, but yet the special stage is the same. And you may have noticed in, the, uh, in Sonic 3 that Knuckles' theme and the Act 1 boss are actually quite similar they they sort of have a particular part of the knuckles theme melody uh, you can also hear in the act one boss both of those have been changed but the special stage hasn't that's very very strange now as i mentioned earlier on you could think that because oh they, they didn't like the those themes for whatever reason so they changed them when sonic and knuckles came along however this is the first clue that things are maybe not as they seem here because despite the fact that the Act 1 boss theme that you heard earlier is only heard in normal play in Sonic and Knuckles, that track exists in Sonic 3. And here's how you can hear it. The second zone of Sonic 3 is Hydra City Zone Act 1. Now, that particular boss battle um, it, uh, involves you a lot of the time being underwater and you have to avoid um, uh, Robotnik flying in and trying to trying to crush you and then you, you lose your rings and also from sort of drawing you into his machine because he's uh, it's actually it's, it's in a sort of u-shaped basin of a, a level you could sort of sort of call it um so you're underwater and he sort of comes down from um, down the left hand wall across where you are at the bottom and then uh, up to the right and then does the opposite and then flies to the center and then um, tries to pull you into into his machine to to harm you to lose your rings how so when you play that boss normally, you will hear, in in Sonic 3, I've got to be very clear, this is in Sonic 3 only, because if you play it in Sonic and Knuckles, as I mentioned earlier, you will hear the Sonic and Knuckles theme, that's, that's normal, that's to be expected. But if you play this boss just as Sonic 3 on its own, initially, you will hear the boss music from Sonic 3, as you would expect. If, however, you can get to a point where the drowning music plays, so if you stay underwater, and get to a point where that drowning music plays if you then jump out of the water you would normally expect to hear the sonic 3 act 1 boss theme however the sonic and knuckles one actually plays 
So, the Sonic and Knuckles Act 1 boss theme is in Sonic 3. But yet, there was a different one in Sonic 3, and then they changed it in Sonic and Knuckles. What's that all about? So this idea that I mentioned of, or oh, they just decided later to change it because they didn't like the music, can't be true. Because the change music is actually in Sonic 3. So that's very strange. We'll come back to that a little bit later. Let's now get into the second zone in Sonic and Knuckles. And this one is actually a zone that was meant to be in Sonic 3. In the original level order of Sonic 3, this particular zone came between Carnival Night and Ice Cap. So it would have been the fifth zone in the game. It was moved to Sonic and Knuckles and it's the second uh, level. And one of the most iconic themes in Sonic and Knuckles. It's a banger. It's Flying Battery Zone, Act 1.
what a tune, Flying Battery Zone from Sonic and Knuckles. You're listening to Longplay, where we're playing you all the music from Sonic and Knuckles, because it's brilliant, and that's what we do here. Uh, we played you that one uh, theme first, then we played you Act Cleared, and uh, that's the same as it is in Sonic 3, so that's another one that hasn't changed. Weird. Uh, and then we played you Flying Battery Zone Act 2. I actually really like that Act 2 version. It's not that different, but uh, it, it's really good. Really, really like it. Now, uh, let's get into Zone 3, shall we? No messing about, got plenty of music to play on this episode, so we're not going to be crazy, which is kind of mad, because I've already made this link a lot longer than it could have been. I should have ended it about two sentences ago, and for some reason I'm still talking. I have no idea why I should have played the tune, because that's what I promised to do about three sentences ago, and now we're into four sentences until I said it. I'm going to shut up now. Sandopoly Zone Act 1.
Y'all, this is a long play and we are three zones into the entire soundtrack to Sonic and Knuckles as part of this two-part Sonic 3 and Knuckles extravaganza to celebrate 30 episodes of long play, even though this is now technically 31, but whatever. Uh, we started off with Sandopolis Zone Act 1, then we played you the global bonus. Now, this is something that was added in Sonic and Knuckles. There was two additional bonus themes. We had the uh, the, the one that was in Sonic 3, uh, which is uh, accessible if you collect, if you have 50 rings or above and you pass a star post, a, a checkpoint and jump into the, uh, the stars that appear above it. Uh, that is the case over both Sonic 3 and Sonic 3 and Knuckles, i.e. Sonic 3 is locked on. However, Sonic and Knuckles of its own has an additional two uh, bonus stages. Now the one we just played you the theme of is the global bonus and that appears if you have over 35 rings in Sonic and Knuckles or if you have Sonic and Knuckles uh, locked on to Sonic 3 if you have between 35 and 49 rings because uh, Sonic and Knuckles is more generous when it comes to its um, bonus stages um, because as I say you need 50 rings to get in Sonic 3 but with Sonic and Knuckles locked in well you only need 35 to get into this bonus stage and we're going to play your theme for the second of the bonus stages uh, in a little while and you only need 20 rings to get into that one so uh, especially especially uh, generous there then we played you uh, the theme of Sandopolis Zone Act 2. Mind the ghosts, they're going to get you. And then we played you the Act 2 boss theme. And that's another one that isn't changed between the two. So so where are we at so far? We've got Knuckles theme, which is different. Uh, the Act 1 boss, which is different. The special stage, which is the same. The Act Clear, which is the same. And the Act 2 boss, that's the same. So let's sort of have a think. Is, is there sort of anything that's different? about the Knuckles and, and Act 1 boss themes to the others. Now, already mentioned that there is a melody from Knuckles theme that's also repeated in the Act 1 boss, but is there sort of anything else that, that's uh, sort of, you know, different between those and the other tracks? I mean, now I think about it, there's quite a lot of sampled drums in the, um, one boss in uh, in Sonic 3. In fact, the drums are, are some of my favourite parts of it. They're, they're fantastic. A lot of voice samples as well. You know, there's you know there's the um, lots of woos and yes and and stuff like that. You know, and you know come on and things like that. Now I think about it, there's a lot of that in Carnival Night and Ice Cap and Launch Base as well. Interesting. Maybe that is the connection between those three zones. But, and I mentioned that those were changed as well. So maybe there's something about that style that's why these those have changed. Weird. I'm going to ponder on that a little bit while we play you some more tunes. Now, talk about sort of iconic um, uh, tracks in Flying Battery. I think the next one's the same as well. A real banger of a tune and uh, as much as I like the Act 2 version in this game, this is one of the ones that has really been improved as part of Sonic Mania. So if you haven't listened to the soundtrack for Sonic Mania, I mean, you must. It's bloody brilliant. But especially listen to the Act 2 theme of this one. But we're not going to... I don't know why I keep talking about Sonic Mania. We're not playing that here. It's Sonic and Orgasm. We're playing you the original. This is Lava Reef Zone Act 1.
Professor Longplayer, this is Sonic 3 and Knuckles Part 2, and we're getting into the real business end now of the Sonic and Knuckles soundtrack. We start off that batch with Lava Reef Zone Act 1, and then the chill that is Lava Reef Zone Act 2, and also the theme of Hidden Palace Zone as well. They are both the same, and yeah, Hidden Palace kind of appears everywhere, doesn't it? You know, it was a, uh, a zone that was removed from Sonic 2. Uh, it's in this uh, game, and also the name Hidden Palace is also very in, uh, important to uh, stories that are still to come. So, uh, yeah, Hidden Palace everywhere. And then we played you the Slot Machine bonus. That's the second of the bonus theme. That's the one that you get if you have just 20 rings. So between 20 and 34 rings in either Sonic and Knuckles or Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I both uh, locked together. So uh, that's the second of the... Um, Bonus stages, so yeah, um, two of them in Sonic and Knuckles alone, or three if you pair Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 3 together. So um, yeah, there we go. Right then, uh, into some more level themes now, and in this next batch of music we're going to play you uh, the music of two different zones, because we've got a one-act zone to start, and then another banger of a tune as far as I'm concerned, uh, after that over two different acts. And uh, this next zone was also featured in Sonic Generations. And it's also the final zone if you play as Knuckles. This is Sky Sanctuary Zone.
the tunes keep coming on this episode of Lung Play, where we're playing you all of the music from Sonic and Knuckles, and uh, in that batch we played you Sky Sanctuary Zone, followed by a couple of bangers. I love the music from Death Egg Zone, it was Act 1 and Act 2, and then we played you the Supersonic theme, which is also the Invincibility music. That's another one that is changed between the two games, and again, let's kind of look at our state of play again. Now, you could maybe understand that one being changed, because uh, in both games, the Invincibility music is a sort of a rejig of the title theme, so you can understand that, but it also doesn't have those drum samples or uh, samples or voice samples or anything like that, so it still sort of falls in the distinction that we have made already, so um, yeah, I'm still musing on that, uh, still still thinking uh, of, of where to go with that going forward, see if we can maybe work out some more of a pattern uh, to, to this sort of thing but uh, yeah i'm still continuing to think while i do that let's get into the final themes of the game and speaking of tracks that haven't changed from sonic 3 here's another one but also doesn't follow the sample thing that we just mentioned earlier it's the final boss theme
You've just heard all of the music from Sonic and Knuckles. Well, except for one track we're going to end the show with. But you're listening to Longplay. This is Sonic and Knuckles Part 2, where we're playing you all of the music and telling the story of the soundtrack to Sonic 3. In that final batch, we played you the final boss theme, which is the same between both Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. Then we played you the Doomsday Zone, and then we played you the ending theme, which is different between the two. Now, um, yeah, so that's all the music from Sonic and Knuckles. So let's just evaluate the state of play as it stands. So we have a number of themes that are the same between both games, but we've also got quite a few that are different. And the vast majority of them have very similar styles to them insofar as they have um, very strong drum samples and also a lot of vocal samples in them too. And these are the tracks that are also changed as part of Sonic and Knuckles collection and that's where we're going to get to now. So the Sonic and Knuckles collection was released in 1997 available for Windows PCs and was a, a combination of Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles, the two locked in together so you could play them as a single game, Blue Spheres and also as a screensaver as well, it was a different time actually bundling a screensaver was like a big thing with a game, it really was. I, I had the Guinness one, it was uh, incredible, but that's that, that's different altogether. So, um, yeah, that was released in uh, 1997. Now, um, as I mentioned before, there are also some music changes in this game as well. So, the thing I want you to do is forget what I mentioned earlier on about the fact that the Sonic and Knuckles Act 1 theme is actually in Sonic 3. And let's look at this game in a vacuum. No, not that sort of vacuum. The uh, the jokes are free. Um, yeah, so let's look at this game in a vacuum. So, we have got a lot of these tracks that we have noted have a lot of sort of like, you know, drum samples and um, vocal samples that are in some themes that are in Sonic 3 and also some themes that are in Sonic 3 and then were replaced in Sonic and Knuckles. Now, these particular games on the PC used either MIDI or FM synthesis to generate the music. Now, certainly, audio on the PC is, was not as advanced at this point as we sort of you know, expect it now. So, um, they were generated using these sound chips. Now, there was a suggestion at the time that it was sort of, well, wait a minute, these, um, these machines can't generate this kind of music. You know, we can't we can't do a voice sample, we can't do these uh, drum samples in the same way. So, what we're going to do is we're going to use the Sonic and Knuckles replaced versions for things like, you know, the Act 1 theme and Knuckles theme and Act 2 and, you know, invincibility and stuff like that. And we will have to make some new music for Carnival Night and Ice Cap and Launch Base because we can't play those themes um, as they exist on um, on the Mega Drive. So rather than kind of make them work and, you know, for want of a better phrase, to bastardise them, we're actually going to create some new music just for the PC version. So in this next section of the show, 
we're going to play you some of the PC music and we're going to have a bit of a mix between the MIDI and FM versions. Now, um, I asked the guys on the Radio Sega uh, Discord what version I should choose, should I go FM or MIDI? And um, there was not a consensus either way. So we are going to do a bit of a mix between the two. So um, we're not going to hear all of the music from Sonic and Knuckles. We're not going to hear all of them in both styles. But we're just going to play you all of the tunes that are changed. And we're going to start off with uh, Carnival Night Zone. And we're going to start off with the MIDI version. So kicking off this batch of music from the PC Sonic and Knuckles collection. This is the MIDI version of Carnival Night Zone Act 1.
You're listening to Longplay, Sonic 3 and Knuckles Part 2, and we're into the Sonic and Knuckles Collection PC music. We started off that batch with Carnival Night Zone Act 1, the MIDI version, a completely different tune to the one that was heard in the Mega Drive original. Then we played you Act 2. And then this next one's interesting. Next was the FM synthesis version of the Sonic 3 Knuckles theme. Like, hang, but hang on a minute. That was completely different to both Knuckles themes we've heard so far. So, so hang on here, hang on. So we've got the Knuckles theme that was in Sonic 3 that matched this pattern of drums and samples, which was then changed in Sonic and Knuckles, but then is like different in the PC version again. And I mentioned it's a Sonic 3 version, so there's the Sonic Knuckles version as well, so is that going to be any different? You'll find out in the next batch of music. But another version of Knuckles theme, that's very, very strange. And then after that, as a, a reference point for what's to come, but also to give you an idea of what music that hasn't changed sounds like, that was the, the Sonic 3 Intervin- uh, Invincibility theme. That's easy for me to say, and that's the FM synthesis version. So... Yeah, weirdness. Not only have we got these tracks that change all together, but we've also got tracks that have been changed that have been changed again. This is very, very strange. I'm, I'm, I'm mulling all of this stuff, and I'm getting more and more confused as time goes on. I, I hope that there will be some sort of sense to this eventually. He says not having recorded it yet. Right then, let's get into the next batch of music now. And Ice Cap is a classic in Sonic 3, so there's always a bit of trepidation when you hear that a classic track has been changed in a future version of the game. Let's see what the PC version's like, and we're still in the MIDI versions as we play the PC version of Ice Cap Zone Act 1.
Alice Alumpire exploring the musical changes that were made between Sonic 3, Sonic & Knuckles and the PC Sonic & Knuckles collection. In that bastion page, you Ice Cap Zone Act 1, that was the MIDI version, followed by the Act 2 MIDI version. And then we played you the Sonic & Knuckles version of the Knuckles theme, it was the MIDI version. And that one is the same as the one in Sonic & Knuckles. So, we've got the Sonic 3 original Knuckles theme. And then we've got the Sonic and Knuckles one. And then we've got the PC Sonic 3 one, all three of which are different. And then the PC Sonic and Knuckles one is the same as the Mega Drive Sonic and Knuckles one. So, what? why is the Sonic 3 one different? If it was just that they changed the trap because they didn't like it, or they changed the trap because of technical reasons, then surely they just use the Sonic and Knuckles one for both of the themes in the PC version, right? Wouldn't that make sense? Strange. And then we played you uh, again as a point of reference, the invincibility theme from Sonic and Knuckles. That's the FM synthesis version. Right, two zones down, one more to go. And we've played both of these in MIDI format. So it's time to give some FM synthesis love to a level theme. This is Launch Base Zone, Act 1.
You're listening along play, and that is all of the music that has changed between the Sonic and Knuckles collection and Sonic 3, and also Sonic and Knuckles 2. Uh, in that batch, we played you Launch Base Zone Act 1, the FM version, and then we played you Act 2, that was also the FM version, and then to make it a trio of FM version tracks, we played you a unused theme. Now, part of the reason that I played the invincibility uh, themes is that it is suggested that this unused theme may have been used as a potential for Supersonic. Now, if you remember uh, in in Sonic 3 and in Sonic Knuckles, if you transform into Supersonic after you collect all of the emeralds, then you will hear the invincibility theme over and over. Now, while this wasn't used, uh, I, I, I can't stress that enough, it is officially a unused track. However, by a lot of people, it is assumed that, that it could have been used as a supersonic theme. But as I say, uh, it wasn't used as that in uh, in Sonic and Knuckles uh, at all, in Sonic Knuckles collection at all. Right then, so we have played you all of the music from Sonic the Hedgehog 3 in the previous episode. We've played you all of the music from Sonic and Knuckles in this episode. And we've played you the changes to the Sonic and Knuckles collection on the PC. And I've been sort of getting into your mind potential reasons and patterns in some of the tracks that have been changed. So I think it is now time to get a little bit of meat on these bones. So, the same tracks to the first two Sonic the Hedgehog games were composed primarily by Masato Nakamura, who was the bassist and songwriter of the J-pop band Dreams Come True. Now, around the time of the beginnings of the development of Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Dreams Come True had started to become quite popular in Japan, and um, it was suggested that maybe his demands to um, work on the Sonic 3 soundtrack were a little more than, um, than, than Sega wanted in terms of, of payment and whatnot. So they looked for a, a, a different avenue when it came to the composition of the soundtrack to Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Now, Sega in the past had worked with Michael Jackson on a uh, tying game to his movie, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. They were co-developers on a arcade version and were also developers of the Mega Drive version, and I assume the um, 8-bit version, well, I'm not sure who actually developed the 8-bit version, but um, they certainly published it and they were involved in the creation of those games. So what has this got to do with Sonic the Hedgehog 3? Now, it was confirmed by Roger Hector in an interview in 2005 that Michael Jackson visited Sega Technical Institute in uh, California um, to talk to the guys at Sega, and it is then believed that um, he and his team went on to write no less than 41 tracks that went into the same track to Sonic the Hedgehog 3. So why is this not like a bigger thing? Why doesn't everybody in the world know about this? So towards the end of 1993, there are two different theories for what happened. It was suggested that because of the fact that Michael Jackson was a perfectionist and he wasn't happy with the same quality that was being generated by the YM2612 same uh, chip in the Mega Drive, that he decided to um, step away from the project and no longer be involved in it. However, also at the same time, 
there were stories in the media starting to circulate about potential child molestation charges uh, that involved Michael Jackson. And there was also a theory that Sega might have wanted to step back from, uh, from this particular case. So we've got these tracks that are allegedly created by Michael Jackson and his sound team. And then we had this falling out and then these tracks are no longer included. However, Howard Drossin, who then came in to um, sort of save, to salvage the soundtrack to Sonic 3, has said that he didn't rewrite the entire soundtrack. There is music that is that was already there and ready to go. And this music was not taken out. And uh, Doug Grisby, who was one of the composers for, um, in, is listed in the Sonic 3 credits, said, oh, it did get in the game. The stuff we handed in, the stuff we did, made it into the game. So this essentially confirms that there is music from Michael Jackson that is part of Sonic the Hedgehog 3. So let's sort of think about these tracks that are changed. We mentioned about, for example, Knuckle Seam and the Act 1 boss. That has a lot of sampled drums, a lot of voice samples, a lot of sort of attributes that you would find in the music of Michael Jackson. So even though Sega pretty much will deny any knowledge of the fact that Michael Jackson uh, music is in the game, they acknowledge that um, he was you know, someone, someone they talked to about it, but they don't acknowledge his music is in the game. However, we've got a lot of music that sounds very similar to the style of music that Michael Jackson uh, and his team make. And those are the tracks that have been replaced. So, as this was starting to, be, to become known, the fans started to do some research and found some interesting attributes in some of these tracks. Now, I mentioned that the, the knuckle scene, for example, sounds a hell of a lot like the sort of thing you would expect from Michael Jackson. But are there any actual remnants of Michael Jackson's songs in this soundtrack? One of the first ones that was noticed was Carnival Night Zone actually contains two bits of music that come from tracks that are from Michael Jackson. So it contains a sample from Michael Jackson's track Jam and it also contains another sample from In The Closet. Don't believe me? Here's the original track and then here is the samples that were used in Carnival Night Zone. So there, two samples from Carnival Night Zone that match those heard in In The Closet and Jam, both taken from Michael Jackson's Dangerous album. So, 
if Michael Jackson wasn't involved, then, well, what are samples of his tunes doing in Sonic the Hedgehog 3? So fans then continued to try and find more tracks, saying, well, is there other tracks from that or other albums that sound very similar to, say, Ice Cap, for example? And some fans did find some tracks that, at a stretch, you could say, do sound similar to Ice Cap. However, the um, yeah, Ice Cap doesn't come from some Michael Jackson tunes, and I can tell you why. Brad Buxer is one of the composers that is credited in the credits for Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and he worked with Michael Jackson in the past. So he is one of the connections that we have between Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Michael Jackson. He was also in a band, he was the keyboardist in a band called the Jetsons. And in 1982, it is believed, they recorded a track called Hard Times that was lost and not known to the world until it was released on an album called The Complete Jetsons in 2008, which included some unreleased tracks, including Hard Times. I'm going to play it for you now. It's going to sound very similar to Ice Cap. So similar, you might say that Ice Cap was based off it. From the Jetsons, this is Hard Times.
I mean, the, the connection between those two tunes is absolutely undeniable, isn't it? Hard Times by the Jetsons, which was then used by Brad Buxer to compose Ice Cap Zone Act 1 from the original Sonic the Hedgehog. So, um, yeah, based on the fact that all of these tracks that were replaced have sort of very similar um, themes to, to them, with, with the, as mentioned, the vocal samples and the drum samples, the fact that there are samples from Michael Jackson tracks inside of Carnival Night Zone, and the fact that a track composed by Brad Buxer became the basis for a track that was then included as part of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 in uh, Ice Cap Zone, kind of says that this this suggestion that the music of Michael Jackson was removed is just is just not true. It's there as part of Sonic the Hedgehog 3. And then seemingly what then started to happen is as we get into Sonic and Knuckles, they then tried to remove as much of it as possible. So um, for whatever reason, they left stuff in Sonic 3. I guess they didn't have time to take it out for, for whatever reason. So they then made some new tunes for Sonic and Knuckles. And then when it came to the Sonic and Knuckles collection on PC, they then redid the level themes. There is, of course, one other track that um, that I haven't mentioned in this episode, but I did in the first one. I alluded to when we played you the credit themes in uh, the credit theme in Sonic the Hedgehog 3. It sounded a lot like Stranger in Moscow. Now, um, Stranger in Moscow um, is based on um, the Sonic 3 credits theme. Um, this was confirmed in an interview to the French magazine Black and White. Um, that was in, um, I don't know what year that was, uh, in 2009 uh, with Brad Buxer, who said that, yeah, um, Michael and himself composed the chords for uh, the credit scene and then used that as a base for Stranger Moscow. So let's have a listen to that now, shall we? So there we go, the Sonic 3 credits theme was the basis to Michael Jackson's Stranger in Moscow as taken from his History, Past, Present and Future Book 1 album. And also, um, we won't play the samples in this particular show, but also um, it is uh, suggested that um, some of the drums in Blood on the Dance Floor, uh, which was originally uh, recorded in the early 90s, but they're not released until I believe 1997, is also very similar to the drums in Knuckles theme as well. So uh, if you're interested, uh, you can sort of find that ornate on your own as it were. So yeah, that is the Michael Jackson connection to Sonic the Hedgehog 3. But wait, there is more. So I mentioned that the story of the Sonic 3 soundtrack continues still to this day. And the reason for that is because of an event that happened right at the very end of 2019 from famed rum dumper 
DRX. Now, over um, over the history of the, the existence of Sonic the Hedgehog games, there have been a number of prototypes that have been linked to uh, onto the internet, so uh, we can play early versions of games. And DRX is one of the well, most well-known um, sort of dumpers of these prototype ROMs that are you know found on you know Japanese auction sites or you know wh wherever they're they're found that have been leaked from um, from Sega. Uh, and as I said, there's been loads of these in the past for games like Sonic and, and, and Sonic 2. However, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, with Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Sega were a lot more secretive um, with the release of, of the game because a lot of prototypes of Sonic 2 exist in the wild right, right now. But also, these prototypes were being leaked and then turned into bootleg cartridges in things like the Chinese and Japanese market. So they will get a prototype version of the game, dump it onto a ROM uh, cartridge and then sell it in the black market and that would be seen as being the original version of the game. So Sega wanted to do something a little bit different with Sonic the Hedgehog 3. So they actually limited all showings of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 to actually happen on site at Sega. So unlike with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 where you could have a early version sent out for if you're a magazine or something like that, that was not the case with Sonic the Hedgehog 3. You had to actually go to Sega if you wanted to play an early version of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 to feature in your magazine or other publication. There was however an exception and that was to the newly launched Sega magazine that was first published in December of 1993. They were the only publication, as it was you know, official part of Sega itself, who got copies of an early version of Sonic 3 to feature as part of the magazine. And that prototype was acquired by DRX and the cutting room floor and released as part of Sonic Month in December of 2019 and um, I, I remember this quite vividly because there were a few different prototypes released in uh, Sonic Month. It was when there was an early prototype of Sonic CD that included uh, Red Book audio versions of Palm Tree Panic Past which um, we'd never heard before because the past music in the release game is all generated by the Mega CD sound chip. Uh, we also had uh, also the uh, Salad, Pla Salad Plane Zone, which is what Palm Tree Planet was known uh, of at that time. Um, there was um, some prototypes of Sonic 2 released, of Sonic Chaos, but it was alluded that the big one would be the final release. And I actually remember watching a stream for uh, Red, Red Hot Sonic beforehand and everyone in his chat room was like, oh, let's go and watch the final Hidden Palace thing. And I didn't bother watching it because I thought, oh, yeah, it's not going to be anything that special, you know. And then found out the next day, uh, it's a Sonic 3 prototype, you know, the only Sonic 3 prototype, uh, well, the only Sonic 3 prototype that had quite a lot of changes and is the one that answers some more of the questions of what we've said earlier on. Because we have the music that was composed by Michael Jackson and his team in Sonic 3. And that music was then changed in Sonic and Knuckles. But some of the Sonic and Knuckles music is in Sonic 3 because we've got that kind of Act 1 boss theme that even though it was changed in Sonic and Knuckles, uh, if you do the sort of the drowning glitch thing that I mentioned earlier on, you can hear it in Sonic 3. 
But then you've also got these tunes that were remade for the PC version. And then you've also got that Knuckles theme that's totally different as well. What we found out with the Sonic 3 prototype is that the weird Sonic 3 Knuckles theme that's in Sonic and Knuckles collection was the original version because it's in this Sonic 3 prototype. The PC music of Carnival Night, Ice Cap and Launch Base were the original versions. They are in this prototype of Sonic the Hedgehog 3. And the best thing is, I am not a massive fan of the PC version, I've got to be honest. But when you play them using the YM2612 and the Mega Drive sound font, they sound absolutely superb. So, even though Michael Jackson was involved, we can deduce this based on all the factors, and some of the music was changed in Sonic and Knuckles, it seems that an original soundtrack existed all the time. And when we say about the music that was changed in Sonic and uh, Knuckles collection on the PC, that was the original all along. So let's check out some of the original tunes that were in the November 3rd, or was it November 3rd? Or no, what was the actual date of it? See, I should re-record this, but I'm not going to. In the November 3rd, 1993 prototypes, let's play some of those tunes. Starting off with a banger. This is Carnival Night Zone, Act One.
You're listening to part two of this epic Sonic 3 and Knuckles themed edition of Longplay and we're into the Sonic 3 November 1993 prototype tunes. We're starting off with Carnival Night Zone Act 1 and then Act 2 and then we played you the Knuckles theme uh, which I mentioned is the same one that's in the Sonic and Knuckles uh, collection, the Sonic 3 one. And that was actually the first time that people on the stream realised that, um, hang on a minute, there's music from the PC version, the prototype, because Knuckles theme didn't play at the start of the game, as you would normally expect before Angel Island, but it did play in the cutscene between Angel Island and Hydro City Zone, and they heard that Knuckles theme, was like, wait a minute, that's the PC Knuckles theme. Is all the PC music going to be in here? And two uh, zones later, they found out when we first heard Carnival Night Zone on the YM2612, and it was a glorious thing, and you just heard it there. Right then, we've done Carnival Night, we've done Knuckles theme. You know what we've got to do next, don't you? Here's Ice Cap Zone, Act 1.
Capstone from the November 3rd, 1993 prototype of Sonic the Hedgehog 3. You're listening to Long Play. Uh, and yeah, Ice Cap Zone Act 1. And after that, we played you Ice Cap Zone Act 2. Uh, now, you're brutally honest, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that version of Ice Cap, whether it is in PC form or in YM2612 form. But I know quite a few people do. So there you go. I, Ice Cap, the original version as it turned out to be after all these years. Right then, we played you two out of the three change zones. Let's get into the last one now. Here's Launch Base Act One.
this has been in an epic two hour long episode of long play sonic 3 and knuckles part 2 where we've played you all the music from sonic and knuckles except for one track we'll finish with the music that was changed in the sonic and knuckles collection for the pc and the music that was changed in the sonic 3 november 3rd 1993 prototype which kind of changed everything that we thought we knew about these particular soundtracks and uh, this is only the story as it stands as of may 2020 because there is probably still more to learn i mean there's still questions like well why were these original tracks made in the first place were they made originally and then the michael jackson tracks came along which they then replaced them with later which they went back to in the days of the PC. So, you know, there are still questions remaining to be answered that uh, we may one or one, uh, may one day find the answers to. But, um, yeah, really hope you've enjoyed these two episodes of Long Play where we've played you the music and uh, talked about the story of the soundtrack to just one of my favourite games. I love Sonic 3, love Sonic and Knuckles, and the two of them together is, you know, even more fantastic. Before we round off the show, let's talk about the three tracks that we finished with. It was uh, Launch Base Zone Act 1 and 2 from the November 3rd, 1993 prototype. Launch Base uh, Zone Act 2 being my favourite. I love that track. And remember that unused track that they reckon might be a supersonic track? Well, there it is again as part of the Sonic 3 November 1993 prototype. So, there you go. Uh, if you do want to experience the games, one of the, uh, the downsides of um, all of these issues with the soundtrack is that um, Sega seemed to have got a bit nervous about re-releasing Sonic 3 in recent times. There have been many um, releases of Sonic 3 over the years with uh, a port to the Saturn in uh, in Sonic Jam. Uh, there was also um, the Sonic Mega Collection on the GameCube, uh, GameCube, Sonic Mega Collection Plus on the PS2 uh, and Xbox. Um, we had Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection uh, that was on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. We had the Sonic Classic Collection on the DS. We had Virtual Console, Xbox Live Arcade uh, releases, uh, and also a, a Steam release. However, in recent times, and seemingly uh, pretty much since Michael Jackson passed away in 2009, there has not been a re-release of Sonic 3. The only, um, the only sort of um, the only version that's been released actually since then, uh, there was the Steam version that was released in January 2011. So that's the only version of Sonic 3 that's been released since Michael Jackson died. And I, I can't find a sort of a, a source for this, but I'm sure I heard somewhere that um, I think Sega are worried now that uh, Michael Jackson is no longer with us, that um, the people who are in charge of his estate may be a little bit more litigious in trying to uh, to make something out of the fact that these tracks from Michael Jackson are in Sonic 3 uncredited. Um, and that's been shown by the fact that, despite the fact that it's been all of these re-releases, um, there has been remakes of Sonic CD, Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 for Android and OS, no uh, iOS, no Sonic 3, despite the fact that um, uh, Christian Whitehead and uh, Simon Tomley um, created a, a prototype of the game, but Sega won't release it. It's not been featured on the uh, Mega Drive Mini. You can only play Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 on there. There is no Sega Ages version yet for the Switch. Now, um, Sonic 2 has only just come out, so that could happen at a later date. However, I would not expect there to be a Sonic 3 version of uh, Sega Ages on the uh, on the Switch. So that's a, that's a real shame, really, because, as I mentioned, it's one of my favourite games of all time. And um, there won't be a new version of it. Now, the one bit of good news is if you have 
um, the Steam version of uh, Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles, you can actually download Sonic 3 Angel Island Revisited, which is a, a fan game essentially, which takes Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Sonic and Knuckles and um, converts them to widescreen and adds lots of different new features, including, um, for example, if you're like me and you prefer the music from Sonic 3, um, but you want to play Sonic 3 and Knuckles in the whole thing, you don't want the music to change, you can actually do it with Sonic 3. There's also um, some changes in the level layouts as well, which we didn't talk about here. There's some, some level layout changes um, to make some of the things uh, that are, are trickier in Sonic 3, easier in Sonic and Knuckles, you can toggle things like that. Um, the version in Sonic Jam has an easy mode, you can use that as part of Sonic 3 and you can also, for example, put things like the prototype music in. So, um, Sonic 3 Angel Island Revisited or Sonic 3 Air is definitely the way, as far as I'm concerned, um, to play this game and the good news is, is that unlike um, an earlier fan project called Sonic 3 Complete, essentially um, there isn't really an element of piracy to this because you do need to buy the Steam version of Sonic 3 and Knuckles before you can use um, Sonic 3 Angel Island Revisited. So I definitely recommend um, you Googling that and download that. That is the ultimate way to play Sonic 3 in this day and age. So get yourself on that. Uh, remember to subscribe to this show if you want even more music. If, if, if two hours of this particular episode was not enough, then uh, we've got... Now, 31 episodes altogether, although only 30 of them are available uh, on demand, uh, that you can listen to by subscribing to us. So uh, you can do that via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Mixcloud, or via the Lung Play for Android app, and all the episodes are on there. And also, um, if you go on the app or lungplayvgm.com, you can get full track listings for um, all of our more recent episodes as well. So uh, if there's any track that you didn't hear me say what they are, then you can find out what they are via the website. So that's uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah, so make sure you subscribe and you'll get the next episode, which is due for release on the 4th of June. And as I mentioned, say, two hours ago, right at the very beginning of this show, we've got listener-suggested themes for the next three weeks. And we're starting next week, the request from Jamie64326 over on Radio Sega. So thank you very much for that. And he requested that I play all the music from Columns. Now, I love the music from Columns. Uh, from Columns. It's a fantastic soundtrack, so that should be a cool episode next week. However, the problem is, if you know the soundtrack, there's not many tunes to Columns. So I said to him, well, we can't really do a Columns-only episode because there's like three or four songs. However, we instead are going to play Columns and Columns 3. So it'll be a lot shorter than this particular episode, but loads of cool music from the Mega Drive versions of Columns and Columns 3 on next week's episode of Long Play. So that'll be really exciting. Make sure you get that as I share that. As I say, that's due for release on the 4th of June, Thursday, the 4th of June, 2020. And subscribe via all the normal methods. Remember, you can get in touch with the show on Twitter. We are at LongPlayVGM or email show at LongPlayVGM.com. If you want to hear more from me, uh, Late and Live, is on Radio Sega. Uh, it's at RadioSega.net. Uh, or on your favourite uh, way of listening to um, online radio stations, you know, tune in, whatever. Or you can actually listen via the Radio Sega Discord, which is at radiosega slash discord. Uh, the show's live at 10pm every Friday night, and this week is our listener mix. Now, if you're listening to this in near normal time, as, as I record this, and I don't think this will change before this episode is released, uh, requests are still open, so... And get them through to me uh, via the methods detailed in my blog post, which you can find at radiosega.net. Go to the bottom of the page and look at for the blog post about the episode. So yeah, listener mix all uh, requests from the Late and Live listeners this Friday on the Sound of Friday night. That's 10pm UK time on uh, Radio Sega. 
Right then, uh, that is pretty much us done for this week. Uh, but as I mentioned, there is still one more track to play. And in the same way as we finished uh, last week's episode with the credits theme from Sonic the Hedgehog 3, we're going to do the same with Sonic and Knuckles. Although this time there'll be no mention of, um, of Michael Jackson or, or anything like that. This is a purely original track that just featured in uh, Sonic and Knuckles. So we finish off this episode of Lumplay with the credits theme from Sonic and Knuckles. If you have been, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe and we'll see you next week for our Columns and Columns 3 episode. See you then. <laughs>